0: I am gonna tell you how to be a douche canoe. I am gonna teach you how to be an asshole. I'm gonna teach you how to piss off women to a degree where you're gonna get a horrible reputation. You're gonna end up on the news. All girls are gonna hate you. You are gonna end up on that Facebook page. Are we dating the same guy? Because I'm gonna teach you today why you should interrupt girls. Now I get a lot of butthurt people who write me emails when they just read the title and they automatically assume that I'm an asshole, but guys, Titles are meant for you to click into them, and you know that I always deliver the content. So am I really going to teach you how to be an asshole? Yes and no. Kind of depends on your perception of the whole thing. I personally feel no, but I'm going to teach you why, yes, sometimes you should interrupt girls. Yes, sometimes you should be disagreeable. Yes, sometimes the asshole, quote unquote, does attract women, and I'm going to teach you exactly why that is and to use this in a very socially intelligent, sophisticated way to get girls more attracted to you, but at the same time, not be an asshole. Just be a guy who knows his worth, knows when to be disagreeable, and understands that being disagreeable, controlling the frame is attractive to women, and we're gonna go through all that today. Guys, you may have heard that I was doing an NLP masterclass this weekend. It's gonna be a five-day event. Each day has its own different time. Those are all sold out. They sold out so quickly that I literally had to add different dates because it just kept selling out, but it's completely closed. So if you've been wanting to work with me, if you've been wanting to explore coming into my three-month coaching program, now is the time to do it. Why? Because we're about to launch this NLP Masterclass starting on Friday, and what do you think I'm gonna do at the end of the Masterclass? Obviously, I'm gonna tell these guys, dude, you need to come and explore working with me during my three-month coaching program. Now I'm so convinced that this group of dudes is gonna be absolutely blown away by what they're about to experience this weekend that I am wholly confident, I would bet my entire business on it, that I am gonna get a shit ton of applications, a mountain of applications. So if you're the kind of guy that thinks tactically and know that I'm about to get a shit ton of applications to which since every guy gets access to me, since me and my team meet with every single dude, there's probably gonna be a wait list If you wanted to meet with us, if you wanted to talk about getting into my three-month coaching program, brother, I cannot stress enough, apply now because we are about to get into a big time waiting list. To do that, all you need to do is click the link in the description below, fill out the quick application. You and I are gonna email back and forth and see if I can help you in my three-month coaching program, if NLP is the right fit for you, if my coaching is the right fit for you, if teaching you things like being disagreeable and yes, even interrupting women in certain instances is the intelligent way to play it, come and explore it with us. If you've been thinking about it, if you've been interested in it, brother, now is the time to pull the trigger. I'm telling you, we are about to get exceptionally busy. I have a lot of guys who came into the NLP Masterclass, sold out extremely fast, I know these guys are going to be blown away by the NLP I'm about to do on them, that we are going to get more applications that we can handle, and the wait time is going to be ridiculous. Now is the time to get in before the wave, and I always do first come, first served. So, click the link in the description below, read the 250 plus testimonials on my website and apply. All it is is a conversation to see if I can help you at least 10X your results with women, which I do for every single one of my clients. So once again, click the link in the description below and let's you and I talk. So what do I mean by being disagreeable and interrupting women? Let me preface this with a little story. So I had a guy actually apply to my coaching program. And every time somebody applies, I'm just like, dude, this guy's a champion. And I'm not saying that to blow smoke up your asses to try to get you to apply. I literally mean it. I also believe that guys who just listen to a podcast like this one, trying to better themselves and get to the next level, you too are champions. But to apply to a program, to be willing to invest in yourself, to be willing to admit, like, I have some issues and Mark, I need your help. I have so much damn respect for that. So while it may seem I'm about to talk shit on an applicant, I'm really not because just by the virtue of applying, I think the guy's an absolute champion, but he was miscalibrated. Let me explain. So the guy's a dentist and I want to let you know that eventually we parted ways because we couldn't come to an agreement. The dude's a dentist and the experience was like going through a five-hour root canal. He was argumentative on every single step of my process. Wouldn't reply within 24 hours. Wouldn't answer the questions I asked him. Every single question he had to question, he was too disagreeable. And because of that, I decided not to work with him. I have more applicants than spots available. And yeah, I am choosy about who I wanna work with. My main parameter is, can I at least 10X this dude's results? Can I blow him away by showing him how to get a Grand Slam home run in my program? If the answer is yes, I invite him to come join us. Now, in the beginning, when he was disagreeable, I was like, you know what? No big deal. He's a little bit disagreeable because he's in that disagreeable framework. But it got to the point where it was so excessive that I was like, look, I understand why you have problems with women. You're going too far into being disagreeable. It's okay to be a little bit disagreeable, but when you apply to a coaching program like this one, you also have to have the social intelligence of being like, this dude's the coach, I'm the client, so I am going to defer to his masculinity and go through the process that he has set up. This guy couldn't do that, and he got himself blown out. And I can almost guarantee that's the reason he gets blown out with women as well. Every time I apply to a coaching program, though I am a successful dating coach, though I do understand frame control and I even understand being disagreeable and interrupting people, I know when to go into that follower mode, which doesn't mean I'm feminine, it doesn't mean I'm less, it just means I know when to defer the power to the coach and when not to. This too needs to be considered when dealing with women. When do you interrupt and when do you get agreeable? When do you lead and when do you say, you know what? I'm gonna let her lead in this situation because this is the best situation for her to lead. So the reason I'm prefacing all this is because there's lots of misunderstandings when it comes to my podcast. I see a lot of guys making a lot of mistakes, becoming way too much of that asshole rather than dialing it in to the perfect calibration to which I'm gonna try to explain to you today. The perfect calibration is get her respect but don't piss her off in the process. Now, that's contingent upon every single girl who you deal with, but don't be unwilling to be disagreeable, and don't be the dude who's always agreeable because you're afraid of being disagreeable. Now, I just told you about this dentist guy who did the equivalent of a five-hour root canal on me because he was such a headache to deal with. He's one side of the spectrum, but most of us land where? On the other side of the spectrum, where we're too nice. We are agreeable with women, we kiss their ass, we change our opinions to meet their opinion. Where you wanna land, brother, is right in the middle of those two extremes. You wanna be cool, you wanna be agreeable in some instances, but in other instances, you wanna be disagreeable depending on what the situation brings you. If, for example, you get an extremely disagreeable woman, you may need to up your disagreeableness, if that's a word, in order to take the frame from her and always lead it. So once again, the woman's reaction to you is the barometer. She's the compass to show you how much you should be disagreeable, how much you should be agreeable, and where you land in that all-important matrix. But the most important thing is to get her respect, not to get her to necessarily like you. Guys who are liked oftentimes end up in the friend zone. Guys who are respected are dudes who get laid. Being liked by the woman, and I'm gonna explain this more in a second, is almost a secondary or tertiary priority next to being respected by her. So when I say, this is why you should interrupt women, that's what I mean which is you need to show her that you don't give a shit what she thinks of you to a certain extent. There's always balance here. You are the leader in the conversation while being cool and not being a dick, and you are willing to be disagreeable without being an asshole, and it's that balance. See, that dentist dude who applied, he didn't have that balance. He was fully disagreeable, fully in contrast to me because he couldn't stand that I was the coach and he wasn't willing to follow my lead. In the instance of being a coach and a student, you have to defer to the person's power. You have to be willing to be led. doesn't mean you're feminine. It means actually I'm letting that person lead me, which is a big facet of frame control. If I let you have the power, who's the one who's really in power? I am because I'm letting you have that power. If this dentist were to let me take him through the sequence that I've done a thousand times with a thousand different clients. I know what I'm doing. You don't have to take control and try to lead it the way you want to lead it. He would have gotten into the program and perhaps 10x his results with women. As I taught him, bro, you are too disagreeable. Being disagreeable to a certain extent is good, but when you're too disagreeable, there's an issue there. Usually a psychological issue where you don't want to defer to anybody because of probably fear, because of too much ego, whatever the reason was, he wasn't willing to do that. But I want you guys to have a little bit of the dentist because a lot of you guys are too agreeable and just be that little bit disagreeable, which means interrupting women on occasion, especially when they're talking about some shit that isn't conducive to attraction. So let's say, for example, she starts talking about something that isn't conducive to attraction, like the Me Too movement, okay? Me Too movement, what your opinion on it doesn't matter, what my opinion on it doesn't matter, but it's probably not going to elicit a ton of attraction because it's political, it's controversial. Some people agree with it, some people don't. But if she's to bring something up like that, and you interrupt her and change the topic to something that is going to get her attracted to you, that's going to work to your benefit rather than to your demise. So she brings up something like the Me Too movement. She brings up politics, religion, anything that isn't conducive to attraction, you straight interrupt her and ask her a question. So she's going on and on about the Me Too movement and how she marched and how she's really pissed off because a lot of guys are pieces of shit. And you're going to do something that, logically may make her think that you're a piece of shit too, but strangely is going to get her more attracted to you. You're like, yeah, yeah. So, hey, have you heard of this thing called the cube? And you just completely interrupt and get it on a new trajectory that is attractive. Why? Because the person who's leading the conversation isn't afraid to be somewhat disagreeable in order to take the conversation into a better place. That, guys, think about this, is going to make her enjoy it more. Do you think she's having good feelings talking about how angry she is because Trump is running for re-election and he's abused so many women? And by the way, I don't know if you know what the Me Too movement is. I believe it's because Trump abused some woman and then other women were like, yeah, Me Too, I've been abused, I've been abused. And it's something that's really scary for a lot of you guys listening. And I understand that, but we don't want to let our fears curtail us from being the man in the conversation where she brings up something boring, you straight interrupt it and bring it to somewhere else, showing that you have the frame and leading her to where she wants to be led. See, logically, she may think, I want to talk about this Me Too movement stuff, but emotionally, what do you think it's doing for her? It's pissing her off, it's making her angry. And if she brings it up and you run with it and it's a boring conversation, she's gonna blame you for boring her, why? Because women unconsciously understand it's the man's job to lead the conversation into good feelings. This is why women will bring up boring shit, ask you boring questions, and then say, bye, it was good to meet you, and then walk away saying, man, he was boring, not attracted to that guy. Meanwhile, you're the nice guy trying to be agreeable, and look at that, she brings up something, you agreed with it. You said, yeah, let's talk about this, because she wants to talk about it. So I best talk about it, then she'll like me, but then she doesn't like you, does she? So she expects you to lead the conversation as a masculine man should, which means interrupting her when she takes it down stupid paths. Guys, I have been in so many conversations, I lost count years ago, but I can guarantee you, both from my experience as well as the experience of my clients and friends, this shit works. When she takes it down a boring path, interrupt that shit, change it completely, change it on a new trajectory. Now let's look at the power dynamic here when you're willing to interrupt her, and I will say you're not willing to let her interrupt you, which I'm gonna to get to in a second as well. The power dynamic is you're the one who's in power. Do you think a judge who's speaking to a plaintiff who interrupts that plaintiff halfway through his sentence is in power or is the plaintiff in power? Obviously the power dynamic is The judge is the one who's in power. The plaintiff or witness or whoever it is is the one who's in that supplicatory role. Therefore, the judge is in the masculine role. You have to be like the judge when speaking to women. If they take the court case in a direction you don't want to hear, you're basically hitting the hammer and saying, shut up, okay, this isn't working. I'm going to take you in a good direction. So defer to my masculinity because I promise you, little girl, it's going to work out way better for you. And if she interrupts you back, you say, hold on, I'm speaking, I'm speaking, and this will happen where you guys are going to get into battles. But as I said in my previous podcast, we want women who are willing to acquiesce, women who are willing to go into their feminine. So if you interrupt her in order to take her on a better conversational thread, and she's like, no, 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 I want to talk about this. It's your job to say, why would you want to talk about that and question what she's saying, which is something I'll do as well, which is a form of interrupting. She's like, oh my God, I hate Donald Trump. What I might say to that, especially if we're in a party, we're in a networking event, or we're on a date together, I'd be like, hey, let me ask you a question. Why would you bring that up right now? Why would you bring up something with so much negativity and it's just gonna make you mad? Why'd you do that? And she's like, well, I don't know. I just thought about it. And you'd be like, well, think about it more where if you're willing to do that, what is that gonna do to your state? You wanna be in a better state, don't you? Well, yeah, okay, let's talk about something fun. So what'd you do last weekend? And then controlling the conversation like that, she's gonna get way more attracted to you than if you're like, oh, I know, he totally sucks, and you guys go down this negativity rabbit hole, which just kills attraction. So she wants you to lead which means if she brings up something socially unintelligent, she wants you to have the wherewithal and masculinity and disagreeableness, if that's even a word, to interrupt her and take it on a new thread. That is your job. The next time you're talking to a woman, the next time you're on a date with a woman, I want you to act like a man. Guys, here's this little secret for you. I wasn't gonna tell you about this, but there's a little secret. There's something on Amazon, okay, amazon.com, that is sponsored by me. It's called triactin. This triactin, when taken, boosts your masculinity and your testosterone to levels you won't believe. This supplement works like a miracle. It's called triactin. Triactin, like a fucking man, and take the lead when it comes to women. Okay, obviously, that was a joke. There's nothing called triactin. It goes up there with the supplement, but Hurtifin, which is also a supplement that a lot of people take, and I'm sure I'll get emails from those people taking that supplement, but hurt But triactin simply means try acting like a man and be willing to interrupt girls, be disagreeable with them when they are being socially unintelligent. Now that's the overall theme of when you're out on a date with a woman, it's your job, brother, to control that entire conversation, to lead her, to an attracting building conversation that's gonna get her into her emotions. And here's the thing, boys, she's gonna thank you later. She's gonna thank you for saving her from her own social unintelligence. Save her from her own negativity. Save her from a date that is boring, that is dry, that doesn't produce attraction, and she's going to thank you for, quote unquote, seducing her, which means you're willing to interrupt her. Now, taking this into an actual technique that I will use sometimes, I will have a girl start talking to me and I'll be, whoa, whoa, wait, 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 stop, stop, stop. Explain that part again. Now, what did I just do right there? I, like the judge in my previous example, is willing to say, hey, you plaintiff, stop. Explain that again to me. And she'll go through the part again where she explains what just happened. She acquiesced to your power. She went into your frame, didn't she? Which will make her more attracted to you. I will also sometimes do this technique, which I know is gonna get a lot of people taking that butt hurt a fin, writing me these emails where she'll be talking and I'll be like, stop, 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 stop. Okay, continue. And she'll be like, whoa, whoa, okay. And then she'll keep talking. Why did I just do that? I did that to show her that I'm the one who's in control of this conversation. I'm leading it, and I'm willing to stop you, be disagreeable with you, and tell you to completely stop, and then I'll let the awkward moment hang for a second, and I'll be like, okay, continue. Or I'll use a technique when she's talking about something really boring, I'll start kind of looking around the room, and I'll start back-channeling at the wrong times. Back-channeling is things like, "Uh uh-huh, tell me more, oh, really? And I'll do it at inappropriate times, letting her know I'm not even listening to you, which is a form of interrupting. So she's going on and on about how she got into a fight with her asshole ex-boyfriend, or she got into a fight with her friend, or her mom isn't treating her right, or something that I deem as negative and weak. Something where she hasn't dealt with her life, she's getting affected too easily, in my opinion, by life's woes, and she is complaining to me. I'm gonna be completely disinterested. And this is why I say, and again, the butt hurdle fin is about to be taken by a lot of listeners right now. This is why I say that dealing with women is a lot like dog training. When she does something right, you reward it. You reward it with your attention, with being agreeable, with being completely there in the conversation. When she's talking about something negative or something that isn't conducive to attraction, you're losing your interest. You're looking around the room, you're back channeling at the wrong times. And yes, you're even willing to interrupt her. So when I say there's a balance, you're always taking her and her actions as the means to dictate that balance and to dictate your behavior. So if she's being very negative, if she's being very disagreeable, if she's checking your frame, if she's trying to get the masculine power, you need to go hard in the paint to get that power back by being disagreeable with her, interrupting her, telling her you don't agree with what she's saying, changing the subject and taking that topic into something that does get attraction. So it's based on her, if I'm talking to a girl and she's willing to acquiesce and go feminine, follow my lead right from the beginning, I'm not gonna interrupt her nearly as much as if she brings up boring shit or she's being really negative or she's trying to frame check me. And a frame check to remind you guys is taking a shot at me, asking me as a girl did the other day, why are you wearing those earrings, they're hideous. And of course my reply is, look, I know you're trying to take off my earrings right now, first my earrings, then my shirt, then my pants, trying to get me systematically undressed, but relax, we just met, which is called a misinterpretation and frame control. When they're doing more of those kinds of checks of my frame, I'm gonna be way more disagreeable with them. So back to our dentist guy, it's good to be disagreeable to a degree, but just like the nice guy, you don't wanna do it too much. Because it's going to get you blown out, not only by coaches who you really want to work with, but by women. Because yes, you can be an asshole about this. If, again, she's deferring to my masculinity, she's in her femininity, and I'm still being a dick and an asshole and interrupting her and being disagreeable and being like, dude, why are you wearing that shirt? That thing is stupid. That's going to get her pissed off. So there's that balance. The balance of being agreeable and disagreeable, willing to not agree with her, willing to go into a somewhat controversial energy with her because you need to simply establish the frame. Once she goes into your frame, all things are good. Why? Dog training again. I'm rewarding her behavior. Look, you're following me, you're agreeing with me, you are having a fun conversation with me, letting me lead it to where you want to be led, all good things, let's continue doing this. But when she starts checking it, when she brings up boring shit, when she gets negative, I need to bring it back into balance by, yes, either interrupting her or being disagreeable with her. Now, the interrupting thing, once again, can be used as a tactic that, yeah, guys, you should try. You should try it in your next conversation to simply interrupt her and be like, whoa, whoa, whoa," before you continue, explain that part again. Why were you down there? Or, oh, before you continue, why did you say it like that? I'm really curious why you would explain it in that way. Elaborate on that for me, I I don't quite understand. Because it's the person who's willing to question others that's typically in the leadership role. Think of a CEO of a company in front of all his underlings who are giving him a presentation. The vice president of marketing is at the front of the room giving his speech and the CEO doesn't understand the numbers for March. Do you think he's just going to be like, well, I don't understand them. I don't want to be disagreeable. So I'm not going to ask. No, he's going to raise his hand and be like, hey, hey, real quick, the March numbers, explain that to me again. That's because people who are in power aren't afraid to interrupt, ask questions, need things to be elaborated on to get understanding, all of those actions point to leadership. And what are women attracted to? They're attracted to the leader of men. So this is why we are willing to interrupt women or be disagreeable with women when they're going down a negative path, a boring path or anything that isn't conducive to attraction, or they're trying to be too masculine take that frame, you're willing to take that back from them and you will not quit until you have it. I'm telling you boys, I have had girls fight tooth and nail for the masculine energy from me and I would not give up. I would continue to throw it back at them, ask them why questions, be disagreeable with them, almost argue with them in a way, always staying on my inner balance point of never getting angry, always keeping it positive, maybe a little smile on my face, unaffected. And when I did that, every single time they got attracted to me. In fact, some of the biggest doses of attraction in the quickest way possible I've ever gotten from women is when I was disagreeable, is when I would interrupt, is when I'd show them that, yes, I'm not to be fucked with. Show a woman you're not to be fucked with and she's going to fuck you. That should literally be a bumper sticker because it does work that way. Women want to be in their feminine energy, but sometimes they don't know how to get there, especially in today's society, that's making women more masculine and men more feminine. Brothers, please trust me. In this day and age, you have to be more masculine than ever before because women are fighting you for it. And interrupting women when they're being socially unintelligent, boring or negative is the way to do it. And here's my final point. A lot of assholes get girls because assholes are simply willing to be disagreeable. They're willing to interrupt. They're willing to do things that you may think are socially unintelligent, but he thinks is completely justified just because how he was raised. But unfortunately, assholes will oftentimes have negative energy behind it. So let's take that tactic that assholes created, but be cool about it not be negative about it, not be affected by it or lash out at her in a way that tries to abuse her in any way whatsoever. We're not trying to do that. We're trying to take her under our wing and show her a good time by showing her, I'm the man, you are safe in my masculine energy. Go ahead and let go, little girl. Get taken on this journey. Be my sidekick. Go into your feminine and let me be your sanctuary because you brothers as men are meant to be the sanctuary for women, you're meant to lead them and women are meant to follow. And I don't care how many but her-pin pills that listeners will take and emails that all get sent because I'm not taking but her to pin. I'm above that. So I can take your negativity, go ahead and toss it at me. This is how it works. And the number of listeners I have, the number of clients I have, the number of success stories I have, all corroborate that. This shit works. Be disagreeable but never be negative and do it in a way where you have that right balance of being the leader without being an asshole. And all you guys will know where that balance is when you go out and try this. As a reminder, gentlemen, my NLP masterclasses are literally starting tomorrow night. So you have about 24 hours to put in your application before the tidal wave of applications start. Get in before the masses, gentlemen, and you and I will talk and see if my three-month coaching program is the right fit for you. And by the way, simply applying doesn't commit you to anything. We're simply talking to see if I can at least 10 your results with women. You'll never know unless you apply. So why wouldn't you apply? I just don't understand that. To all you champions who are joining me this weekend, I really look forward to it. I am gonna give you my blood, sweat, and tears, as I do with every single client who not only comes in my coaching program, but also who signs up for something like this. Every single sign up I got, and it's a little bit cheesy, but I'm gonna admit it to you guys, I read your name several times, I looked at your information, I put my hand on my heart, and I said, thank you. Thank you, brother, for trusting me. I'm gonna give you everything I have this weekend to deliver the results that you hired me for. And if you think that's true for a $97 NLP masterclass, you should see the blood, sweat, and tears that I'm willing to shed for my clients in the three-month coaching program. Those are my blood brothers, the sacred band fighting shoulder-to-shoulder with me in the trenches, and I do not take that shit lightly. And it starts by you signing up, which you could do right now. Click the link in the description below. You and I will talk, and if it makes sense, you're gonna get on a free one-hour NLP masterclass with either my boy Victor or my new guy Jared Nozzle. What is up, Jared? Who both of them went through my program and got the results that you want to get to. The perfect guys to speak to to see if this is also the right fit for you. As a reminder, gentlemen, I drop podcasts on Mondays and Thursdays, so please stay tuned for the next one and I will see you in the next episode. Ah!